Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guests, man. Today, we've got a Cage Warriors London and a Next Gen special. We've got the Southport Strangler, Nathan Fletcher, and the Love Island Liverpoolian, Luke Riley. Lads, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, boys. Don't know about Luke now after that one. Like, yeah. I'm doing good. Is Alex Should now we... strolling in half an hour late anyway? Your coffee's oh, cold. Typical. Um, you, you know how it is, Nathan. If you don't have your own nickname on this show, we'll just give you one until you get one. That's why I was up. Well, this one's better than Flawless, what you just give me. So I've, um, I've taken it on board for this show. <laughs> Lads, it's great to have you both back on the show. This is obviously a next gen special. Uh, it's in, in the build up to Cage Warriors 141 London on July 22nd. So welcome to the show, lads. Yeah, absolutely. Lads, uh, we'll, we'll start with yourself, Nathan. Um, obviously, you've been out of the cage for 10 months. Um, you're you're making your Cage Warriors return. How does it feel to come back? And then also, how does it feel to get prepared at the same time that Molly and Paddy are getting ready for the UFC London as well the next day? Yeah, it's been boss. I always, um, I always like having my fight camp around the same time as my teammates because obviously me, Paddy, Molly, Luke have all been in camp together. So we're all going through the, the highs and the lows of a fight camp together. And we're all in pushing each other every day. So the energy in the gym has been boss. Um, and I'm itching to get back in there now. Like you said, it's been 10 months since my last fight. So it's been a long time out of the cage. I was meant to come back a little bit sooner this year uh, on the April show. But I had a little injury there to deal with. So I've had, I've had a few things in the way, but we're getting there now. We're a week away, so I can't wait to get back in there. And then, Luke, obviously, you're a bit younger in your career. Uh, how important is it for you to be training alongside these guys? And what sort of tips and tricks are you picking up from these guys in camp? Yeah, just the uh, same again. It's good to be training with Nathan, Paddy, Molly, all in the same fight camp. Just bounce off each other. That's the best thing to, to have in a fight camp. The energy that's going around in the gym. So, what you're saying harder than whatever. Most of and, and I was just going to say, uh, obviously, uh, the rivalry that no one asked for was uh, Next Gen versus uh, France, but it's the rivalry that everyone needs in their life right now. Um, how do you guys feel to start taking on the Frenchies along with uh, your teammate and the King of France, Adam Cullum? Listen, we've got, a lot of li- we've got a lot of living up to do. Adam's flying the, the French flag for us all, and he, he's, been, <laughs> he's been smoking every single one of them. So me and Luke are next. We've got two Frenchies coming up, and... Um, yeah, we've got a lot of catch-ups to use Adam because he's been putting them away fast. Do you know what I mean? So, um, he's been making statements and now me and Luke are going to do the same next week. And Luke, how do you feel about uh, stepping up the weight class to 145 for this one? Um, to be honest, I feel a lot a lot better because bands might space the done for me now. People have been asking me, is it just to stay sort of active getting a match at February? But, There's no way I was making a weight, to be honest, of what body fat and stuff was. So, I reckon in my last fight against Eglin, the first round, I felt a bit flat. I don't know. Maybe it was due to the weight cut. So, I reckon this time around, I'll be a lot, I'll come out the game a lot faster and feel a lot sharper. Maybe I'll um, give up a bit of size or strength, but I think I'll make up for it in speed, energy, and the, the cage. 
So um, are, are you going to be competing at featherweight from now on? Did you say yeah. that, Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done at Bantam, yeah. Okay, there's an exclusive, Ross. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you have it. You have uh, Nathan Fletcher at Bantamweight. You have Luke Riley at Featherweight. And then you have Adam Cullen at Lightweight. And guys, what do you think? Do you think in a year's two time, you know, all three of you guys will hold the belts in each prospective weight class? Start yourself, Nathan. Do you think that's a, a strong possibility? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think in, to be honest, in two, two years' time, I think the most, the majority of us will be in the UFC by then. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I think. Cage Warriors titles are definitely in all of our futures. Um, I already had a little crack at it, you know what I mean, a few, a few months ago um, at 23. So I've got plenty of time left on Cage Warriors. Um, I'm definitely coming for that belt again. Maybe the end of this year, starting next year. I know Luke will be looking to do the same around about that time frame. And then Cullen, he's on an absolute roll as well. So I've no doubt that he's he's probably one or two big wins away from fighting for the lightweight title. So um, the next 18 months to two years are... Uh, going to be a massive uh, a massively exciting time for us three in our careers yeah we have to give a shout out to Matt Bonner as well or else you come knocking on our doors straight from Warrington oh, yeah. Uh, Nate, yeah start Nate. start making memes out of us he's going to be the, <laughs> he's going to be the double champ soon Bonner he's going for that welterweight title next so he's already held the middleweight and now he's uh, now he's fighting at his proper weight class welterweight I think you're going to see him win the title there as well yeah, yeah, and then shout out to Chase as well the honorary scouts doing bits over in America yeah. Nate, chase. Come on. Nathan, we have to touch on your last fight. Obviously, you fought against uh, last time we had you on. You took on Dominic Wooding for the Bantamweight title. Like as as we alluded to there, it was around ten months ago. What like how much have you developed since then for the people that have been watching watching you like evolve? Like how much have you developed since that last fight? It's, I'm a completely different level now to what I was then. Do you know what I mean? I think in terms of my skill set, that's gone up massively. I've got a lot more confidence in my striking now. My, you know, my hands, my boxing's improved a lot. A lot of that's down to training with Luke. Do you know what I mean? He's a very high-level striker, and I've been mixing in with him a lot every week, trying to trying to focus on me kickboxing, trying to get me boxing better, doing rounds with him. And uh, but other than me skill set, me mindset is what has improved the most. And um, I've always I've always come on here and preached to you about how mentally tough I am. You know, I like to do a lot of the mental training. I'm into my reading, into my philosophy and stuff like that. So this has been a good time to put into practice everything that I've been learning about. Do you know what I mean? Because my career was pretty smooth sailing up until that first loss that I encountered. Yeah. Um, and then that was the time for me to put into practice all this, you know, about coming back from adversity. And then I got injured when I was about to make me return. So I've had a few bumps in the road, but ultimately that just made me stronger. Do you know what I mean? It's made me realise how much I want this and how much I'm willing to dig in. And, and um, I know I'm going to be a champion. Do you know what I mean? I know I'm going to go to the UFC based off how I'm going to come back from this one. And you're all going to see it as well next Friday, like the performance I put on. It's just going to remind everyone what I'm about. And um, you're all going to see that I'm on a different level now. Yeah, well, you're obviously doing something right to make Luke Riley move up at the weight division. But uh, Luke, <laughs> Luke, <laughs> when did you find it? Just to bump in as well, Nathan's striking, especially his striking has come on tenfold, especially his boxing. I've been staying at Ciudad 9, Nathan in the gym. Yeah, definitely. Just how yeah. he, he is on the feet. Like, I'm not just on there. That's really come on a lot. That's what I mean. Yeah. Me, me and Luke are like ideal training partners for each other because obviously I'm a strong wrestler and grappler and he's a really strong striker. So, both are not, not necessarily our weaker areas, but the areas where we need to be, you know, building and getting better. We do that for each other. You know what I mean? We develop each other's strength. So he's an absolute swat to take down now. His hips are so strong and you know what I mean? So I don't see any I don't see any featherweight taking him down or getting anywhere near him now. 
And um, same for me with striking. Like I've been been doing sparring rounds with him on the feet, so I'm ready for whatever bantamweights are going to throw at me a million percent. So are we expecting a, a knockout come next Friday from Nathan Fletcher and a rear naked choke from uh, Luke Riley? Is that is that the plan? Is that? Yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Rolls reversed, yeah. Luke, you obviously came off like an, like a very eventful fight last last time. Like it like it, it yeah. was like blood and guts basically. Like and like what after that fight, what made you decide to move up to featherweight? Like how recently did you make that decision? Well, obviously, I missed the weight, didn't I, by a pound or whatever it was. That was, and I didn't, I didn't, basically, I didn't try and make the weight, like, go back to the thingy, because Nathan, I'll tell you himself, I was up for, this is another uh, exclusive for you, I was up for, what time did we start? Five o'clock, Nathan's helping with the weight cut. Yeah. Five o'clock, and then we went till two in the morning, and that was literally non-stop, bath towel, bath towel, this was, this was a no, no break before, and then I had, I think, we don't even you know, say we two hours trying to got back, yeah, that, yeah. didn't we? And then yeah. same again, bath towel, bath towel, bath towel, until we turned up to the way and like 15 minutes later, as well, yeah. and it was still a pound and a half over. So. And that's not him taking breaks in between, boys. He was literally bath towel, bath towel, non stop. No complaining, you know what I mean? He was just getting it done and the weight was flying off, but it was a, it was a big cut to have to do overnight on it. So I think it's a smart decision, obviously, going up. And you've had all the all the tests done on that and seen that your, your body so composition. I came back to the gym and then the, I, said, I said to myself, I spoke to, got a nutritionist, then person on board, Paul Reed, and he, he said, oh, we'll go, we'll go for back. Wait, I've got a uh, tech company, I'll go, chef. And we said, okay, we'll try, we'll try, maybe we'll try with it fully, all the science to know everything and check the food quality. And it just it wasn't wasn't coming off me as I thought it was. So I went to university, got some hydration tests done, and body fat, and it's it came out. And we said, oh, so is this the last fight? Bantamweight then, and the fella who done the test just basically said, no, there's no last fight. Like you're done, Bantamweight. No, no chance of you making the weight with what your body fat and your hydration's at. Said there's just not a chance you need to move up weight. So I just listened. It was about three weeks ago. In fairness, if, if, that's, if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. And if you're yeah. being told medically, that's that's what you're yeah. being voiced to do. That's what you've been voiced to do. And in fairness, you've been very successful at bantamweight, so there's no reason to say well you wouldn't be successful uh, up at featherweight. So uh, look, excited to see you up there because. Uh, I think the featherweight division is also it's full of killers in cage warriors. Yeah, of course it is. Every weight is though, but there is names. I feel like on one side of me, I do feel a bit sad because I have a bit of unfinished business with bantamweight, but there's plenty of good names to take on featherweight. Not too stressed. Oh, don't worry. Flesh will clean that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'll take care of all the bantams. You can go and do the big boys better. <laughs> And guys, we we have to touch on it because obviously when you guys walked into Next Gen at first, you know it was a good gym, it has a bit of a buzz about it. But now it's like seen as a gym with with like two of the biggest superstars in the sport, and especially now with uh, Molly and Paddy being signed to Barstool Sports, like with like all the cameras and you know people, I'm sure people are like clamoring outside the gym at times, like people are just standing outside to 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 see the Next Gen fighters. 
fairly rarely are. Hey, exactly. Uh, has that changed anything for you guys? Or, you know, did the cameras make you nervous to start, at the start? Are you just used to them now? Or, you know, how often are cameras there, a full camera crew in the gym? The cameras are there every day. You know what I mean? Paddy's an absolute superstar now. And Molly's working her way up to be a superstar as well. So um, they've literally, even besides them two, Shem's always got a camera in with him. Leah's, Leah's in the gym now. She's always got BBC Ireland or whatever in filming her. So every single day there's, there's, there's cameras in the gym. Do you know what I mean? But we're, we're used to it. And I'll be honest, I just pretend they're there for me anyway. I'm just visualising when I'm in the UFC, I'm going to have all the cameras there anyway. So it's, it's nice practice. Do you know what I mean? I just, I'm just there, I'm just there shadowing, thinking, yeah, these are filming me anyway, so it's sweet. Yeah, it was great to see both of you being featured on Barstool there, showing off your golf skills, lads. So, oh, yeah. Like, so like, I know, I just so said it yesterday then. <laughs> so, like, after, after, so after this show, we're going to have to go into a golf podcast with the two boys after us. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to me, uh, me golf teacher there, Alex River, for the shot. <laughs> right, Alex. Alex. I, I love the way you got hey, golf hey, teachers. Hey, that's key for your caddy, isn't it? He carries the clubs. He's the club caddy. He's me caddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to love it. Uh, Nathan, tell us this. Uh, how, how do you get the job done on the night against what will probably be your most experienced opponent today? This guy's got, what, 35-plus fights? Yeah. Yeah, he's got um, 36 MMA fights. I think he's had kickboxing fights as well mixed in there and probably some karate fights or some shit as well. Um He's been fighting pro since 2009, my opponent. And in 2009, I was starting year seven at secondary school. So he's definitely the most experienced guy I've faced. But um, based off watching his recent fights and uh, knowing where I'm at and how I'm performing in the gym at the minute, I don't see it going past the first round, to be honest. I think I'm going to come out and put a pace on him like I always do, dominate the fight, and uh, I'll be getting that first round finish, 100%. Will we see a bit of uh, Chris Williams boxing in this fight? Of course you will, yeah. The fight starts on the feet, so you're gonna see um, you're gonna see some Chris Williams one oh one. Might give him a little shout out afterwards like Paddy done in his UFC debut. Yeah, we 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 know what's up, we know what's up. And then uh Luca, obviously this is uh I don't know whether you'd actually call it a late notice fight boy. I think you knew you were fighting, but we we didn't get an opponent for a while. I knew I was fighting like I was scheduled in for the date, but that this is only a couple of days ago that being matched up. He was looking for Happy days. Have you got a chance to look at the opponent and how do you feel like you're going to get the job done or is the opponent relevant at this stage to you? Um, Obviously, no opponent's relevant. He's in a cage. He can, anyone can cause damage. But I don't really... There isn't much on, on the kid, to be honest. I think there's one little fight on YouTube that's he stops the kid in, like, I don't know, two minutes. So I haven't really looked too much into him. It is what it is. And uh, I, I want to know, will uh, will next chance still be undefeated against France come fight night? Yeah, one million. <laughs> the answer was we. Percent, close. We, we. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Adam Cullen flying that France France flag on the walk out. Yeah. We'll the flag That's out. it. We'll have him behind yeah. us walking out with a flag like that and the French flag waving it. The king of France. <laughs> <laughs> lads, this is obviously a bit a big weekend coming up for like the whole team. But like, are you lads looking beyond this weekend, or is just all all systems are go towards the twenty second of July and obviously the twenty third of July for UC London? Yeah, this is a massive weekend for the gym, and um, I made up to be honest, making my return on this weekend. It's, it's almost fitting, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I uh, when Cage Warriors announced the schedule, 
I would, there was rumours that the UFC was going to be in July. So I knew that that sort of the Friday the 22nd date looked like a good option because I thought, you know, the UFC might be the next day and stuff. And now the way it's all worked out, it's perfect. Me and Luke are on the, on the card together on Friday and then having our two teammates, Paddy and Molly, going to blow the roof off the Echo on the Saturday night. Um, it's going to be a great weekend for the gym. It's just going to elevate all of us up even further. And uh, I can't wait to get in there now. It's going to be, it's going to be an unreal weekend. Yeah, Ross, you have an announcement to make as well, bud. Yeah, um, the Android Show will be um, hosting uh, an event in 26 League Street. It'll be the UFC London Watch Party. Um, I'm pretty sure you can still buy tickets for on Ticketmaster. Just search uh, UFC Watch Party uh, London. I'll put the link down in the bio. Uh, Baz will put the link down in the bio. And uh, you can come watch the UFC London fights with us in 26 League Street. It's going to be an incredible event. Uh, the event will be hosted by UFC Fight Pass and Howlerhead. And the Energize show. So you have to. And a special guest fighter. And a special guest fighter who's yet to be named. Once we know who it is, you will know who it is. (laughs) Any guesses, lads? Who the special guest fighter is? You just know who he is. No, no, no. Or she. We don't actually know, but you may as well take a guess now. Sean O'Malley. Trying to make it (laughs) again. I was thinking more yeah, Arnold. You know what? You know what? I, I, I never, I never really thought of ringing Connor, but we'll ring Connor and see. It's if actually Connor's birthday today as well. Yeah, it is. Shout out, shout out, Connor McGregor. Happy birthday, bud. He's off to Ibiza. Yeah, I don't think we got the message, but maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, lads, lads, it's always great talking to you. Is, is there anything else you want to say to the the Southport Strangler Army or the what was it, Love Island Luke Royalty Nation? <laughs> Make sure you all tune in next Friday to watch me and Luke absolutely bury two Frenchmen in the first round. You aren't going to want to miss it. I can guarantee that. Yeah, don't blink. There you go. We said it first. Yeah. yeah if you want to get onto tickets, get onto both of the lads. Uh, I'm sure next gen you can get onto them as well. And also, we'll be live on UC Fire Pass. So it'll be an unmissable event. Cage Warriors 141, London. Ross, take it away, bud. Guys, thanks a million for both joining us. Um, you're absolute legends. We, we love you. We'll see you on the night. Um, if you have been watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, share, subscribe. If you're watching on UFC Fight Pass, make sure to make the Android show one of your favorites. And as always, stay, stay energized. Energized show. Up the Irish. And sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing... Some interviews with Dylan Moran and that I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.